0: And welcome back to another episode of the Josh Potter Show. It is I, Josh Potter. Thanks for checking it out again. Make sure you're subscribing and rating and reviewing and all that malarkey. Also, I want to let you know up on my Instagram at uh, Josh underscore Potter. Also, the handle for my new threads got to get one of those going so it's on there too but over there you can find tickets for all the upcoming shows and we just added one here in los angeles california i would love for y'all you to come out so many guests from the roach motel uh are going to be out there it's going to be over at the nightcap in burbank august 6th me sarah wineshank kim congdon johnny pemberton hell of a lineup gonna be adding some more as well perhaps so that's happening august 6th july 20th that's this uh that's if you're watching this live that's tomorrow going to be over in uh, wise guys in las vegas annie letterman's celebrating her birthday and i don't dare say how old she's turning because i don't think she'd like that but yeah come on out it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a party. It's going to be in Vegas again September 29th through October 1st for Skank Fest. In October, I'll be at Soul Joel's on the 20th and 21st, so you can get tickets for that. And tickets are on sale for December. we are already got tickets on sale for fucking December. That's either a terrible sign or a good sign. And it's happening at the La Jolla Comedy Store December 1st through 3rd. And side splitters around Christmas time down in old Tampa Bay. And uh, again, Josh underscore Potter on Instagram. Or J underscore Potter on Twitter, where you can get those tickets. Today, a very special guest. You know him from his podcasts, Tuesdays with Stories, Mindful Metal Jackets coming back, and also his, his Netflix, or excuse me, his YouTube specials. Ouch. Sorry about that.
1: I have a Netflix, too, though. You do have a Netflix. That's a half hour. I it meant, But the,
0: the hours are great. Thank you. I just said the wrong vehicle in which they can watch them. It's Joe List, everybody.
1: Hey! Yeah. Whoa. I should have wore the can. I like the cans. I love I can be cans. Like, What's up, man?
0: Yeah, because you can change your... Yeah, exactly. You can be like, and coming up here at four o'clock, we've got a block of ACDC or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? That sounded great. Thank you. I like doing that from time to time. After that, REO Speedwagon. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to do. I went with I, a shittier band. I miss talking up records, though. Yeah, it's That's fun. That's like my favorite thing. There's never going to be a thing where we do that again, you know? Like, it's not like
1: Spotify has DJs.
0: Yeah, no. Wouldn't it be kind of cool to hear people talk between the songs every now and then?
1: Yeah, it was fun. I just hated when they talked during the intro like they just acted like and if someone's not singing it's not it's no problem to just talk over it. No,
0: I get what you're saying, but that was my favorite part. Was yeah. to hit the post.
1: You know what it still does is um, serious, you can get it. I listen to like classic vinyl, mm. but ironically I'm I guess I'm on a different side because on classic vinyl, I think it's like channel 25 on Sirius Radio. I'll I'll click over to it and it'll just be like a lady being like yeah so yeah that came out and then I, and I'm like this what are you crazy and I just click back over to someone who's just not talking like
0: there's also those ones where they play like uh, alt bands and stuff where they're like that was the Lumineers or whatever that you know I don't right. even can't even think of a, a band off the top Alex want to help me out no I'm just kidding <laughs> but uh, no I don't um I don't like the ones that are all like and coming up we're going to hear it's like all right why are you whispering right.
1: They're trying to cause a car wreck, I feel like.
0: Yeah, they're trying to make me fall asleep, is what they're doing. Really? And then I'm going to veer off of the road or what have you.
1: Did you have David Allen Boucher? Was he national? This is David Allen Boucher with Magic 106.7. I don't think he was national, but I do know who that is just because
0: I'm a, a nerd. But, uh, and I, I, don't, I don't, it's not like I was listening to air checks of his all the time, but I definitely <laughs> have heard him before. Who was, like, the big uh, guy that you grew up with? Because you were in Boston, right? Or, like, at least that market of radio.
1: Well, O&A was there, Mm -hmm. um, I guess, sort of in high school. I never listened. I was such a music guy. I never listened to any uh, shock jockey. I never got into Stern. I never got into O&A. Um... I guess who else was there? Uh, I listened to some sports radio. Yeah, was there any big sports guys? There was like the big show, Glenn Orway, who used to be the play-by-play guy for the Celtics, mm. and um, then there was like Felger and Maz is like still on, but Glenn Ordway was like the big blowhard. Like we gotta get the Celtics to a team. <laughs> um, there was
0: another. Oh, Toucher and Rich was that a- Toucher and
1: Rich? I think they're still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's big. God, I'm trying to think. I listened to like WZLX. They had Steve Sweeney in the morning, the comedian. Oh, okay. And uh, there was Lauren and Wally. They were a big comedy team. They're still up there. Did you ever get seven.
0: up on uh, uh, like when you were doing mics and shows around that area? Were you ever like on the morning radio show, like as a guy that they'd bring in?
1: We got comedian Joe Listed studio. No, I didn't do morning radio until I went on the road. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, I did. I did nothing. My career has really been <laughs> dog shit. That's I would have loved to have done it. I did Bob and Tom, which was like the massive Oh, show. my God. That's the one where they'd be like,
0: say, you know how I have my buttons? Uh, they'd have, they were like, isn't that hilarious, Tom? And then he'd laugh. They'd push a button that it was his laugh. He was like dead in the machine.
1: Oh, wow. Was he there when you were there? I did it once with both of them, and then one has since retired. I can't remember Yeah, he which retired,
0: way. but they kept his laugh in a machine like it's a curse or something, like it's the Twilight Zone.
1: That's hilarious. Well, I did it when everyone... It used to be huge. You could make your career. I just, in fact, our friend Henry Phillips just left, and mm. he, he did really well off of Bob and Tom. And it was this huge show and then when i did everyone was like it's gonna help you whatever and i did it i didn't get a single message <laughs> friend request my, nothing it was just a dead show when i did it which is the story of my life
0: <laughs> yeah I, I i seem to be doing the similar route where i uh, i'll get things after they don't matter anymore
1: yeah that's how I, I mean even that netflix half hour which i was grateful to have and it paid well Nate Bargatze like really blew up off of season 1 mm-hmm. and he was like you got to fight to get the first spot. If you're the first one, forget about like you should just buy a house and get ready. <laughs> and I did it. They were like you're going to be the first one out of the box and uh no dice. Yeah. I mean <laughs> it didn't hurt my career sure, but sure. uh you know, I'm I'm, I'm
0: Well, I'm sorry I mislabeled the YouTube ones earlier, but those are fantastic. Obviously, people should check them out.
1: Yes, check them out. There's a new one coming on August 18th. Nice. All right. We'll get ready for that as
0: well. I'm glad you're here because oftentimes I have people here that never watch sports. And many of my audience, as I've learned through shedding a great fraction of them, uh, doesn't like it either. So I'm happy to have somebody that I can talk to about
1: sports. I love sports. I love talking sports. I love watching sports.
0: You did a now uh, Tom Brenneman, you did a podcast with him for a while there, right? Yeah, you that's your that? boy, right? You oh love my Tom Brenneman. Oh god, I love Tom Brennan.
1: He was the, uh, we were the
0: first show that he did after his little incident. Oh, wow. this podcast was his first interview back. Got okay. picked up by USA Today. It was my first uh journalistic endeavor.
1: No shit. Yeah, I love Tom. We did a show, uh, the PBL Roundup for the Pioneer Baseball League, which I got to play for the Missoula Paddleheads.
0: That's crazy. I was going to ask you about how, like, were you, like, on the team for real? Yeah. I mean, because they don't care at that level, right? Like, they... But you're, like, kind of an
1: athlete, though. They care a little bit. I mean, so many insults. Netflix special, when you mean YouTube. <laughs> so kind of insults? an athlete. I mean, I'm, no, I'm I did, devastated like, here. No, I did,
0: did I say kind of an you're athlete? You're, like, kind of... Oh, whatever. I meant, like,
1: you're a... I meant more like your
0: mother would say, where they're, like... My son's a bit of an athlete. You know no, what I I'm mean? a like premier, that... <laughs> premier athlete. That's pretty Throw sure, anything though. at me.
1: I'll catch it right now. Is... Anything you can find <laughs> in there. Toss it. Um, no, so I signed a one-day contract, which mm-hmm. they the league framed and matted for me, which was great. And I I thought I was going to get net bat, and uh, I did, it was too close of a game, and um, also oh. they didn't want me to get one. <laughs> but, <laughs> Were you like a DH, or did they put you in the field? No, I mean, I didn't get to play at all, but I did coach first base, which oh, really gave incredible. me a window into how much first base coaches don't matter because well, they're like get out there i
0: always said i was like i'd love to just be a bullpen guy or like uh you know what i mean or a dugout guy just be the guy in there that's just like looking good you know what i mean
1: it was really fun and uh, i was all over the umpire and stuff i'm like where was it blue what is that <laughs> and uh, that was fun and coaching first was cool
0: what position would you have wanted to play if they threw you out there
1: I think outfield just the infield is just too fucking terrifying.
0: Like th- say you were great at it though. Like say you were like going to
1: crush it. Would you pick third base? Oh, like if I was going to be if I was like a great yes. athlete yeah, maybe third or uh, shortstop seems fun. Center field um, Of
0: course the cool
1: ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean I'm not gonna be a fucking first baseman.
0: First baseman's kinda cool, but it's like it's kinda like this guy's either like super huge and can't run fast and can just, you know, mash, or it's like uh he's super fat and they're just like we got to put them somewhere.
1: Yeah, it's end of the career, or yeah, we just need to stick them somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. yeah.
0: Hey, this guy's not running a lot is what it says if they put you at first base.
1: I guess ultimately shortstop. I mean, third base is f- bananas that people even play that. I've told this story before. I was playing softball. This is when I was still drinking, and we played a comic softball league, and I was playing third base all day, and there was a moment where I just had to stop because I realized I had been drinking for three hours, <laughs> and I didn't have the reaction time, and I was like, time out. <laughs> hey, somebody switch with me. <laughs> I was like, because you're like sixty feet away, and there's yeah. a few guys that can really rip, and you're just like, I can't be this close to the baseball bat.
0: Yeah, especially like a right-handed batter just drilling one down the third baseline. You're like, oh, <laughs> you yeah. Even if it's on the ground, it will fly past you. I always had a dream of doing that. Like I thought, there's a like a comic softball game here in LA, and I asked the couple of them, I'm like, what do you just give me one inning, just to just to see what it's like. I've never stood there and to. Play third base. I'd like to try it. But they were like, no, that's never going to happen.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is like, I'm surprised more people don't get fucking smoked down there. I guess you just have reaction time or whatever. But that's definitely the scariest position to me.
0: I saw there was a Mets game over the weekend at night. And, uh, you know, sometimes the ball goes up, popped up into the lights. Yeah. And then, you know, they lose it in the lights. This one was so crazy, though. I mean, baseball players are getting so strong in like, it's getting bananas. Like the spin on this ball was so crazy. They showed a, a stat cast of the ball traveling in the air and it did like almost an entire loop de loop. I think it I came saw that. Down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And everyone's like fucking Brandon Beatty. What a bum. Can't even catch a fucking pop fly. It's like, first of all, it almost knocked a plane out of the sky. It went <laughs> so high and it was in those lights and it, had such a trajectory that it's like the fact that he even came close to catching it to me is insane
1: no it's sorry well i did so i did a, um i took outfield with the missoula panel heads and uh <laughs> it was up in the mountains and they were saying they're like just a heads up like the ball's deeper than you think and it's coming in faster than you think and i was like all right i played my whole life i'm not worried about it and uh i didn't catch one because <laughs> it's, it's also like batting practice so they're sure. not like pop-up these guys are like smoking balls yeah. and they just sail over your fucking head and I kn- I'm like I grew up playing like the first step is always back and all this stuff and I would, I think I was camped under it and it just goes like <laughs> like right <laughs> over like a fucking missile like a sniper bullet and it's making that noise
0: like it's like those things are sizzling you can hear it coming in yeah that I always think about that too like even in the daytime it's like the sun is out What if the ball goes into the sun? How do they do it? Like, I feel like Angel Stadium is constructed so the outfield just stares at the sun all afternoon, and it's like, how are they catching any of these, let alone the hard ones? No, and if
1: you don't catch it, you're considered, like, a piece of shit. It's like, whoops, look at this idiot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's thousands of drunk people behind you that are going to be like, fuck you! You know, they're just yelling at Mike Trout, who's arguably one of the best, and they're like, fucking, Mike Trout's a fucking bitch! Can't even catch that or whatever Didn't even rob that home run What a loser Yeah it sucks But I'm glad that uh, I could nerd out for a second about baseball We don't always just talk about like X's and O's here We never do as a matter of fact It's usually about nonsense That's going on I Like in the talk sports about my world. Ex. <laughs> Hello folks <laughs> <laughs> But let's get into Some of the sports happening Around the world beep 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 And uh, I'm sure you're familiar with Johnny Bench. oh uh, certainly, yes. Big time uh, Hall of Fame catcher. Used to play for the Cincinnati Reds back in the day. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know out there. Huge hands, they say. Huge hands? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just like he, they they model the catcher's mitt after his hand, you think?
1: Big old, big old hand. Could really <laughs> crush a dick if he had to.
0: And he could finger a girl probably pretty great.
1: I would imagine. If you had big
0: hands, would you even care how big your dick is?
1: I'd still want a decent dick. Yeah? I mean, you don't want giant hands and a teeny dick. Yeah, if your middle finger's bigger than your dick, that
0: is trouble, I'd imagine. I guess you could fake it, go down there. And sure, but then you are you really gotta like position yourself in a certain way, probably, to fake that.
1: Yeah, and she's like, your dick keeps bending and then straightening <laughs> <laughs> over and over again.
0: No, baby, I'm rubbing your clit, but it's really your dick that's rubbing your clit. I'm
1: like, I got a, a hangnail on my dick, just <laughs> leave me alone.
0: <laughs> I wonder if he has, it has to correlate, right? Hand to dick.
1: I believe so. I, I mean, I don't want to sidetrack you here, but I have no, a, not at <clears throat> all, please. It's, I have a neighbor friend. She's a woman, and she believes that she can tell who has a big dick based on thumbs and nose. I've heard this before. Yeah, thumb nose. And I think maybe ears too. Huh? And well, I'm she, fucked if it's ears. I don't know. I might have made it the part about the ear. I think ear was in there, but thumbs. And so I was like trying to do like this, so it made it look like I had a really long. <laughs> yeah, thumb. you go like <laughs> stretch it out. You're like, oh. Yeah, I think I got. Decent thumbs, a nice thumb. Yeah, they're pretty good. But she said. Uh, You're a tall
0: guy, too. So you got that, like, Pete Davidson kind of thing going on with your dick? Huge dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's. Uh, sure. It's, yeah, it wraps around and into my asshole. <laughs> but um she was saying that she was, like, naming comedians that she thought had big dicks. And one of them was Ari Shafir. And I-, I can confirm that he has a huge dick.
0: Nice. Is that the only one you could confirm or deny?
1: Yeah, that's because I see it. We've got to get a, a bigger
0: sample size. we got to. F- I- you we, we should ask those comics to
1: see their dicks so you can confirm. Yeah, we gotta find some big-thumbed, big dick comics. <laughs> That'd
0: be a fun, uh, funny way for like a closeted comic to go around and see people's dicks without like confirming that they're gay, just being like, there's a girl. She said you have a big dick based off your hands. Let me just double and check. That's not bad. Yeah, see I'm sneaky like that.
1: Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, could you send send me a dick pic and then I'll forward yeah, it to yeah. her. And then I'll verify for
0: her whether her theory is right or <laughs> right. wrong, you know? But Johnny Bench probably had a big one, mm-hmm. and uh, recently he got it. Uh, he went to the old Hall of Fame induction for the Reds. The Reds do their own personal Hall of Fame induction. Did you know Bronson Arroyo played for the Reds? I had no idea. Yeah, of course I knew that. I didn't know that. I just because I came to baseball late in life, so like 04 when the uh, Sox won the World Series, mm-hmm. I only knew Bronson Arroyo from that.
1: Yeah, I think he went. I think he might have gone to the Reds in 05. like the next. Oh, season. the next year. He went straight from there.
0: See, I had to I had to catch up as an adult. I've spoken about it on here. COVID is what like made me obsessed. Wow! So I have that like really a, is late. Yeah, it is. It's totally. I mean, I I love hockey. I love football. There are local sports teams in Buffalo that are hockey and football. There's no baseball, right? Other than like AAA. So I never really gave a shit. And then I just during like re- slightly before COVID, but COVID like s- put it into overdrive. It just made me obsessed, right? With baseball,
1: it's a fun game. But
0: Bronson Arroyo. When he, uh, was playing for the, the Red Sox, my buddy, his aunt, or, ma- yeah, it was his aunt. She was, like, kind of a younger aunt. She was bragging about how she was fucking Bronson Arroyo. Wow. And she had his phone number, and we took it from her phone, and that night that they won against the Yankees, where he was pitching, like, I think it was game five or six, I don't know if he was in the clincher or not, but, uh... We just blew up his phone and
1: left, like, a thousand Oh, questions. wow. Well, he was at the the heart of controversy because A-Rod slapped the ball out of his hand. Right. Remember, that was a, a, a huge league. Yeah, game. when he,
0: like, w- was running up after they threw him out at first. Yeah. yeah,
1: big turning point. That was game six.
0: Yes. So, yeah, we blew up his phone, and I never called back. But oh, that name will always stand out, you know what I mean? Because I have, like, a dead space of who was playing baseball when. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. The mid two- or, like, the 2000s, the 90s, I know a bunch of people. But... Uh, you know, it got uh, blurry there, but he was getting inducted into the Hall of Fame for the Cincinnati Reds. A couple other players. Danny Graves was getting in, uh, inducted as well. But Johnny Bench was there to talk. And, uh, you know, all the muckety mucks, the managers and, uh, you know, the people that run the front office were there inducting people and making speeches and things like that. And uh, who is this person? Gabe, uh, Gabe Paul. He is uh, the late Gabe Paul. His daughter was there Mm -hmm. to represent him. And during her speech, Paul noted how her father was Jewish and became a champion for minorities in professional baseball. Rose then spoke uh, about the general manager who died in 98 and recalled the story about his contract. He said, I was right out of high school in 1960. Gabe Paul signed me to a contract for 400 bucks a month. That's what uh, Pete Rose was saying. And Paul chimed in, that's pretty cheap. And according to the station, Johnny Bench then jumped in and said, he was Jewish. And everyone's up his ass now.
1: Oh, I thought this was going to be way worse.
0: That's what I, because after all the RFK stuff, I saw, you know, everyone's like, oh, anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism. Then I saw Johnny Bench made anti-Semitic remarks. And that's all it was.
1: Yeah, that feels like a, a an old baseball guy making a joke. That's all it was. Yeah. Especially if he said, Well, he was Jewish. It sounds like he was saying it like Yeah. yeah and it, it doesn't wasn't... sound like he's like these fucking Jews. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah. yeah, well he was a Jew. He didn't say it like that. He said it like laughingly. And I mean, what I mean, the like, guy was a Jewish. So it's I don't even understand. But it said, uh here the woman, you know, the daughter, she said, I didn't even hear him say that. Johnny came up to me and said, Were you offended? And I was like, for what? I didn't even hear him say that, I suppose. If I had heard him say that, I might have said something, but I didn't even hear him say that. Bench apologized for the
1: remark on Sunday. But also, isn't it... I I don't know the whole story but doesn't it, the joke is that it was 1960. I mean isn't that what makes it f- funny? Yeah, no, I mean is, for,
0: uh, who knows what 400 bucks a month was even then though it sounds like it was
1: nothing, right? Well, Google would know. Let me look at 1960 money. Can we get a
0: Google on that bad boy right there? Uh we got we got our Google. Yeah, you guys go. got
1: you guys got things back. Yeah, there. let's see what inflation I'm has done s-
0: to $400.
1: I'm going to say it was about it's the equivalent of about 1750 a month, which is still very low.
0: You think that's you think it's that low? I'm gonna say it's four grand, or it's like five grand even. Ooh, right oh wow! Dash, yeah,
1: thirty-seven. Oh, forty-one one four thousand
0: So four hundred bucks is equivalent to four thousand, over four thousand dollars now.
1: Okay, four thousand a month. That's a, that's an okay living.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, for a professional baseball player, though, you go, is it? But I mean, for I, a rookie, a eighteen-year-old rookie. That's true. And back then, you know, uh, baseball probably wasn't, you know. Having so many crazy contracts as they obviously have now.
1: Yeah, can we get one more? What, what's the what's the top salary in 1960? Ooh, and or then the we can, average. And salary. then we can inflate that one and yeah. see what
0: it's comparable to now.
1: Oh god, there's a graph. I hate a oh, graph. It's a chart. It's a, a chart. chart. Yes. What's there? A chart and a graph.
0: A graph shows uh, over time like the changing of uh, levels. Oh. You know, like this, and a chart would be basically just uh, categorizing things. I see. Am I wrong? Anyhow, what does it say there? Anything? So top player could expect to receive a salary plus bonuses of $35,000. And $35,000 in
1: 2023 compared to 1960. Can we do that one? So $30,000 for the season. So he's making $400 times a six-month season is what? 2400? Ooh, 2400 Yeah. Okay. So it's a very low contract. Or
0: 24000 yeah, it sounds like
1: this Jew should have given him more money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what does it say it's comparable to that. So I, I bet you it's like 200000 It's like 300000 309000 Yeah, go. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's even that's not even league minimum, probably, by the, today's standard. That's like less than a minor league player is making, and they make them sleep in, t- in apartments stacked like cordwood.
1: Yeah, I think league minimum now is like 750000 or something. Yeah, shit.
0: so it is pretty cheap. So Johnny Bench was, uh, was not wrong and he wasn't Whoa. Wrong. <laughs> Whoa. Let's keep it cool. <laughs> but anyways, I hope Johnny Bench doesn't get canceled for I think I'm stating fine. that. I think he'll be fine. Even if, at some point, do you care how old you are and you're like, well, whatever.
1: Yeah, also, this is like clearly a story that will move yes. so fast. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> yeah. nobody, nobody remembers that like, People kicked in the doors of the Capitol and, like, walked around in there and, like, wiped shit. Like, people don't even – people are like, what? <laughs> so I think Johnny Bench being like, ah, Jews, I think that's going <laughs> to yeah, be yeah, – by the not, time this comes out, it'll be over. They're
0: not even taking a crowbar to his uh, Hall of Fame thing or anything like that, you know? Yeah. They're, I, they're there's a, the Jews have other enemies at the moment that are running for president and things like that. Mm. But anyhow, uh, also we have a video of – now, th- uh, you've been to many – like minor league games, yeah, things like that. I love going to the the various stadiums around and about our great country, uh, but every now and then you run into some local folk that maybe take it a little too seriously. Sure. Have you ever have you ever encountered any of these types?
1: Um What's your
0: craziest like fan story, I guess, like encounter?
1: I'm trying to think. I don't have a really insane Even in Boston, you one. would think. Oh oh you mean like at like in a bit, general, I think sure. in minor league. Oh sure, in general. Oh think. yeah. I mean there's been some crazy ones in Boston fist fights. I know a guy personally who threw his dip spit in the face of a fan. Oh my god. It was when interleague play first started. It was Red Sox Phillies, and there was like some Philly guys, and they weren't being that like he jumped the gun on it. And he had been, you know, spitting. He had a big dip in, and he just whipped it in their face. And it was like really quickly elevated. Where I was like, "That's a, that's a move. Somebody would have to be really, like, really having sex with my mother <laughs> yeah, against yeah. her will before I threw dip spit in their face." Yeah, that's
0: quite the escalation. It of is. Things. What was the thing that led up to it that he jumped from?
1: I can't even really remember, but it was definitely one of those moments. Where we were like, "That was." There Just no bump, brushed his shoulder into him, or something. yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> so I've seen things like that, and um, also I've told this story before, and I can't even use this language. We'll have to, beep beep it it. people get use, ready to beep. People, you can use their. Um, I'll say it, and then you beep because mm-hmm. I don't want to get anybody in trouble, including myself. But uh, this is when Manny Ramirez still played for the Indians. Uh, we had good seats at Fenway. Like, was
0: Indians what we have to beat?
1: This is Indians. Red so- no, no, no. <laughs> that too, yeah. They were playing the the Spiders or the Guardians. Should have been the Spiders. <laughs> the Spiders would have been cool. They went Guardians. Anyways, he said, uh, this guy yells, like in a box seat, he goes, Manny, you take it up the fanny, you fucking. <laughs> <f-."> <laughs> and I was like, I was like 10 years old and I was like, whoa. You know what's crazy?
0: That word was like, Pretty used heavily, like even just on television, like a decade ago. Isn't that wild? Like, oh, have yeah. you ever? It's so crazy. Like, I'll watch. Like, I watched. Like, uh, I rewatched Entourage for some reason. I just wanted to see, like, what was what it was because it was like before Twitter. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to see, like, what LA was like encapsulated in that time. And they're throwing that word around like it's. Going out of style. I mean, it was crazy. It was going out of style, but it was crazy how often they used it.
1: Yeah, there's an episode of The Office where they find out someone's gay in the office, and there's like crazy, yeah. slurs going on there. And uh, it's
0: almost like when you watch it now, it's like shocking. It's yeah, so yeah,
1: weird. No, I mean it's hilarious. The episode's amazing, and um, everything about it is great. But um, you're like, oh Jesus! Yeah, you wild. see,
0: you just hear it, and you're like, <gasps> like I, I even like an episode of Cheers I watched, and. It's an episode where like Diane slaps Sam in the face, and then Sam just slaps Diane, and I yeah. was like, "Oh!" <laughs> but the crowd like laughs, like it's the funniest. Oh, that's shit a ever legendary seen. moment. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. And Teen Wolf, and Teen Wolf, you know that oh, scene yeah, yeah, in yeah. the garage where he's like, "You're gonna, you gonna tell me you're," a <laughs> and, <he's> like, <laughs> and Michael J. Fox is like, "I'm not a." <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's it's crazy. Yeah, like being gay would be the most heinous thing. Yeah, so many uh, that's like the basis of all these friends episodes too. it's like where Chandler's like I'm not gay like it's like such a curse to be. Yeah, it's wild. I think that's kind of cool, though. I mean that people are like shocked at things like that now because it makes certain things in comedy like edgy again, like meaning like it's just you don't even have to be. I was talking about that with somebody recently where they were like the crowd was like it wasn't even. A trope, a racial trope that is like that uh, edgy or anything like that. And the crowd was like, oh, but they laughed as if it was like they were hearing it for the first time, something of that effect. Right, know? right. Which is wild to me. It's just like it's going backwards, but then now it's getting like, I don't know, easier to be edgier again, I guess. I don't know, or controversial or what have you. But this gentleman in this video, he is yelling at the umpire. For whatever reason, this could even be like a little league game. I'm not even sure the context of this. I would have even thought in Boston, like little league games get wild.
1: Yeah, I guess so. We used to drink beers at the little league games. Like I lived in Everett, Mass, which is like a suburb of Boston. We As would go... a
0: child on the team, you? <laughs> no, no. This is like in my 20s. <laughs> oh, okay. We would
1: like brown bag beers and go watch uh, little league games. Oh, okay. That's fun. It that was fun.
0: That is fun. I so this guy's definitely drinking. I would imagine. So he's yelling at, uh, it's a very empty stadium. And now he's going down to approach the field.
1: Oh, God.
0: Oh, no. His legs That's like gave like double
1: hyperextension.
0: Yeah, like I can't tell exactly. It's not like he broke anything.
1: I love hearing the woman's commentary. That's rough. The lady that's coming to help looks kind of hot.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't mind her. This is like a college baseball things. game. It looks like that's a That's what stadium. I'm trying to figure out, what it was in. It doesn't look like, a, unless it's like one of those rich Little League you things. You can put. Oh, boy. God, it's so
1: funky looking. All right, you can I don't like it at all. Bah!
0: There you go. Pause it. Yikes. It is bizarre, but that's kind of karma, isn't it? I mean, if you're shouting at the umpire, I mean, I guess if the call was bad. Maybe not, but boy, oh boy, that's embarrassing to have that happen to you after you've made a fool of yourself.
1: Yeah. By the way, they're having trouble getting umpires all over America because it's such a thankless show. I think HBO Sports did a thing about it. Oh, really? Because everyone's like beating up umpires and shooting them and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was like on HBO Sports, which is the best show on television, by the way. It you is watch
0: fantastic. It. I watch it indeed. You know what I've been watching too is the uh, quarterbacks.
1: I just I, I've been seeing the preview. I haven't watched it yet. I started blazing through it. It's
0: made me, and I don't know what it is. It's I love a like a degenerate type player. You know what I mean? That's kind of more my speed. Like a guy who uh, would be like you know drinking the night before and then they go and they throw five touchdowns. I'm like that guy's the fucking man. You know sure. what I mean? I don't know why I have like a pension for that kind of thing. Uh, but Kirk Cousins always seemed like a dork to me. Yeah, he seemed lame, and I was like I don't like Kirk Cousins he seems like a dork or whatever. And then I watch this show and now I'm like, I think I like Kirk cousins all of a sudden. He's like affable, his wife's hot.
1: Oh my Lord. Does he get after it? Does he drink and shit? No, that's Uh my
0: point. Like he's the opposite of that. He's like talking about God and shit and he goes home and he like builds a fire. He got like at one point in the the show, he's sitting at a campfire with his son and one of the embers like burns a small hole in his sweatshirt. He goes, that was my favorite sweatshirt. And I'm like, well, you're Kirk Cousins. You could buy another black sweatshirt. It's not even there's nothing special. It's like a the blandest sweatshirt you've ever yeah. seen. And he's like, That's my favorite sweatshirt. Well, I guess it's my campfire sweatshirt now. And you're like, Wow, this guy and I would never be able to talk about anything. I don't <laughs> think you know <laughs> never relate on any level. So how many quarterbacks are on the show? I haven't seen it. It's the uh, Kirk Cousins, Mahomes. who is kind of in the middle, and then Mahomes is like the example of, you know, obviously he is the face of the league. He is, you know, winning Super Bowls, MVPs, and things like that. And then they have Marcus Mariota, oh, who wow. essentially loses his job at the end of the show.
1: Wow. Where does he—I don't even know who he plays for Well, anymore. he
0: played—during this documentary, he played for Atlanta. He has on a one-year deal after Matt Ryan was shipped off. They brought in Mariota to play for one season and start, and they drafted Desmond Ritter to, like, sit behind him and chill. And then Mariota lost his job to Desmond Ritter, I think by week nine or something like that. Wow! And then now Desmond Ritter's the starter, and Mariota is the backup for the Eagles now. No kidding. Yeah, but it's a great show, and it gives you interesting access, and it even makes me think Mahomes's uh, Daffy wife is fun. Like it's changed my opinion on her too.
1: No kidding. All I thought right. she I was a monster,
0: but now I think she's cool. So look at that. I mean, hell of a show. But yeah, no, I was uh, I thought that was an interesting video with that guy losing his, his footing. I thought maybe for a second he was really wasted. But it it is like an old man injury.
1: It was it's jarring. I don't want to think about it anymore. It, really, it looked like his bones were gonna shoot out of the skin. <laughs> it, did, it looked like is
0: something snapped, I thought at first. But ah, was, God, it, I keep thinking about it.
1: But do you do you uh
0: are you excited because you're having a child? Yes. Are you excited for them to be involved in sports? You're gonna be a sports dad.
1: I can't wait. And uh it's what sucks is that it, it takes so long. They're just like a baby in my right. mind, I'm yeah. like, We're gonna go to well, I'll take them to Devil's <laughs> Games, we'll go uh we'll go to the Mets games. Because I live in New York, even mm. over New England, I was like, We'll drive up to Boston. I'll take them to Patriots Day and that sucks. But, uh, you know, first he's, he's just kind of there. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping t- – I'm tall, and uh, I'm hoping for a big, lanky tennis player, baseball player, maybe a pitcher and tennis player, dual sport. Ooh, okay. You know, the sport, you know, I don't want him getting, getting a concussion. And
0: I guess, yeah, no, we've talked about that. I've never, like, put it on having a child and putting that on – like, I always said if I could go, you know, if I could be an athlete, I would pick baseball. It seems like the chillest. You don't get hurt. You could play longer. You make a bunch of money. It's the most fun. You're just outside with your bros. Yeah, it's it's
1: very you're hanging out a lot.
0: You could smoke cigarettes and play baseball. You could drink beer in the in the clubhouse. Football, I would be like, What am I gonna do? Get it's like I'm getting in a car accident every day.
1: Yeah, football is the worst yeah, for no, sure.
0: Not my cup of tea. But so are you gonna be one of those dads that's like uh Shouting at the umpire and stuff like that when they're playing the things, or are you going to be like chill? Are you going to be the one with the oranges?
1: I'm this guy. I, I have nieces and nephews, so I, we got a little taste. But I'm the guy that sits, stands behind home plate, and goes, "Hey, blue, how you doing? Good game, <laughs> huh? That was a little outside. I try to make friends with the umpire. Yeah, you know, sure. I like to be that guy. And um, I, you know, I keep it I keep it fun and 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 sweet. But also, when you get to an age, if they're really doing well, you got to be like, "All right, well, here's what it takes." God yeah. damn it.
0: You're throwing you're throwing out grounders and shit. We gotta get back into the fucking backyard.
1: Yeah, you Fields wanna Field some grounders. You know the great Jordan story that I love? His father said, uh, next year you're gonna have to work twice as hard as everyone else. And Jordan said, I work just as hard as everybody and they said, Son, do you wanna be like everybody? I'm gonna be like that guy. Except not get shot in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to live a longer life. But Well
0: hopefully your kid doesn't have a gambling debt and has the MBA kill you is that what you think I don't think it I just think those things are fun I also think oh it's absolutely fun. It's, fun. it's fun to think Michael Jordan's son is uh what's his name from Jimmy uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Butler yeah. yeah
1: I read I read one little theory about that and I was like for sure that's absolutely I, that's what I me. said I go
0: if it was 911 I'd have been like Tower 7 I would have been all about <laughs> it you know what I mean if it was the same like if you were to put the Michael Jordan uh, on 9/11 I would have been all convinced that's how I mean they they had the images of him we've showed him on the show here the images of Jimmy Butler next to Michael Jordan you're like oh my
1: god yeah there's a lot there's a lot of fun things there and then there's always somebody that like ruins the conspiracy theory because they're like no nope. <laughs> yeah you're no. like this damn it I, I'm the guy in the
0: bar that's like did you hear you know i one guy in a bar can just convince me of anything I think but uh sports related mostly but I'm the guy that like relays the information and someone always shoots it down. And I'm like, well, that's no fun.
1: Well, I have such a hard time. Like I was talking about this earlier with, uh, with my buddy. It's just like you, I'll start believing anything. If people tell me, I'm like, even if I know it's right, I'll be like, shit. Okay. I guess so. And I remember one time I, I was going to drop his name here and, and shit on him. Jason Lawhead, you know, Lawhead? Yeah, of course. Great guy. Big sports guy. He asked a trivia question and he said that Fred Lynn won the 1975 World Series MVP in a losing effort. And I was like, "Really?" <laughs> I was like, "That doesn't sound right." But then I was just kind of like, "Okay." And then And he, then he had to call me like 2 years later and it was like, "Totally." And this is before like we had smartphones on us, I guess. Sure. Uh, and I was like, he was like, "No, that didn't that, I fucked up." <laughs> but at least he called like, you and admitted it I, th- I believe he won rookie of the year and mvp in the same year and might be the only person to do that but he just threw out there that he won the mvp of the 75 world series and uh, totally did not
0: i've been convinced like that of things thank god for the phones because yeah. i mean i've had times too where i'm trying to remember something and i don't know did people just exist with that in their brain that fucking terrible worm in their brain when they couldn't figure something out. They're like, God, they're just asking everybody at the bar. How did they get through that? You think they just moved on?
1: Yeah, I think that still happens occasionally. I'll try to like Google a word, but you can't figure out the word. But mm. Yeah, I think so. I think you just went, well, we don't know.
0: I mean I didn't go I I didn't go to bars before smartphones. So I have no idea, but boy oh boy. They've definitely solved some fights. You know? Wait, Things how, could have gone come to blows. How old are you? I'm
1: thirty seven. Yeah, you, you must have been, you're old enough to be in bars before. Not really, but well, I mean, before, I guess you're right, flip yeah, phones. you would have turned, oh, tw- well, I guess you would have turned 21 in what? 06, 06, 07?
0: or No, oh, seven, yeah. So, I mean, my first iPhone was like, what, oh, eight, oh, nine?
1: Maybe, maybe I just got a phone really late because I'm a piece but of But also, shit.
0: I had, uh, I remember I had a flip phone that had Google on it, and that was pretty like, at the time, everyone's like, oh, shit. But you had, it cost like $8 to just Google one word.
1: Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, it was a long time before I started. Watching but I remember bets were being
0: settled. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't like I was getting in fist fights over, uh, you know, who uh, who won the Stanley Cup in 2000. And you know what I mean? So it's I just think I imagine many fights have been solved thanks to smartphones. Right. You know, since before
1: yeah. that, people were probably like.
0: No, that's not the answer, you fuck.
1: But it hurts conversation, too, because then the conversation lasts 30 seconds. Yeah, oh, we figured that out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or you're just both doing research the whole
1: time you're sitting there. Exactly.
0: Well, elsewhere in the... uh, Well, we don't have any more sports, but we got news here now. Let's rock that out. oh boy oh boy many roach reporters sending things in josh potter show at gmail.com is where you can send in things that you'd like to be covered on the program t-bone send this in this is about hot cop on cop action and uh this is going to get spicy. I hope you're ready. Oh, I can't wait. A female Texas police sergeant has been fired following allegations she had sex with another officer in a patrol car while on duty. Yes. The alleged hookup happened while former Sergeant Kelly Metz and Deputy Patrick Byrne, then employed by the Comal County Sheriff's Office, were parked at an Antler Cafe, a chicken fried steak joint north of San Antonio. Is that her right there? I believe so. Is that? No, that can't be her. Is that her? No, I think that's the video. That's just yeah. you know a commercial for something. Oh, else. I was like, like damn, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, golly. I was not picturing a voluptuous, there. sexy black woman. She's pretty cute though. That one. I, oh, okay. I, guess I can't. See she's it. okay.
0: She's she looks like, more like a <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah After seeing like that first man. picture, it's tough to follow. Yeah, that's all you know. But she's okay. Yeah, she yeah. looks more like a. Bar- if we had seen that first, I bet we would have been like. Wow, all right, for a cop, pretty good. Right. A witness told investigators he heard moaning sounds like sexual gratification coming from an area of the patrol units. The man who claims he overheard the romp while passing uh, is David Brackage. He said he threw a rock at the patrol car, which later earned him a charge of criminal mischief. That'd be something if you're just hearing, you know, like the squawkers like, and you hear moaning and you throw a rock at it, and they're like, you're under arrest, not only for interrupting my... Sex, but criminal mischief. Neither Metz nor Byrne reported the rock damage to the cruiser and had turned off their body worn cameras during the time of the alleged sexual encounter Damn. last May.
1: So left that on.
0: I know, right? If I was having sex as a police officer, I would body cam footage all of it. Yeah. I would be having that off hours. I'd be at my wife if I was, you know in the bedroom i'm like let's get the body cam on here while you're
1: it's just now occurring to me i should get a body cam do they sell them in the like radio shack or something Well, you can always tape something on <laughs> you <Yeah, laughs> just get a true. fucking kodak and, <laughs> yeah, and slap yeah. it on there just
0: take your iphone and velcro it to your nipple or something when metz a supervisor with the department was questioned about the incident in december she told investigators that she had been teaching burn how to conduct felony traffic stops and denied having sex with him You see how things just aren't looking good. Now a big old can of worms are opened up. It doesn't look good, said the investigator. Uh, Metz was later fired for not disclosing that she was romantically involved with another officer. Metz later admitted that she had sex with Byrne on two occasions, though she insisted the sex took place
1: in her home. Oh, baby, feel the burn.
0: (laughs) At first I thought, when I read this article, when I came across it, I thought it was about two female officers. Which was even more fun.
1: For yeah, that would have been, you could use the nightstick. Oh, get yeah. It right in there. A <laughs> <laughs> um, the taser. That probably vibrates the taser a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. If you just put it in the, the rear end of it <laughs> yeah, or something, yeah.
0: you know, while you're lighting it up. Plus, it's dangerous. That's kind of scary. And they make their own pepper spray. Getting that squirt. Metz has defended her decision not to disclose the nature of her relationship with Byrne, who had been uh, on the force for just a matter of months. Man, that guy pretty lucky he's on the force for a couple of months he's already boning is that in him a squad car I think that might have been the that's guy, guy through the rock yeah that's oh, the rock guy. which by the way that looks like a guy that shouldn't throw I mean go knock on it if you're gonna do something you're throwing rocks what are you Dennis
1: the menace <laughs> he looks like uh, what's his toes from the Tarantino films buddies with Nicholson the old man Nebraska who's that actor oh uh, that. shit he was in big love once Upon a Time in Hollywood and uh, the other movie. He's got a
0: kid that's in Hollywood, too, right?
1: He's in Nebraska. He's old as fuck. He's like 900 Bruce, years old. Uh, Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern. Yeah, yeah Bruce there we Dern. Go. Got it. Before the Google. Yeah. Suck on old that school. one, with Google.
0: I'm <laughs> like uh, that guy who played chess against the machine right there. Anywho, the two meetings were isolated meetings when they fucked in their home And uh, there was no intention to pursue anything further. They were just doing workplace fucking. It's unclear whether the department ever definitively concluded Metzenberg had sex while on duty, but she was terminated regardless for violating professional conduct, employee fraternization and non-use of body worn cameras. She got fired. Basically, one of the three counts was for wrongful use of the body cam.
1: Oh, stop it. Let, let her stay out. We need more cops, not less. My <laughs> god. Have you walked around
0: this goddamn town? Also, I know and and it's such a thankless like uh they're getting, you know, Mud thrown in their face and shit. Let them fuck while they're on duty if for, it passes the time a little bit. Yes, better.
1: for God's sakes. Let them fuck. Let them fuck in front of me.
0: Yeah. Give cops more blowjobs. I mean, if it makes life easier for them, Jesus. Byrne also separated from the department and went to work for Somerset Police Department. And so she got another job. That's all I that was. She did get another well, that's cop good. job. So hopefully she fucks those people in those department. That's like I said last week. We had a woman who was a nurse who was fucking a patient that was on dialysis and i said god bless her you know she got fired for that when i think they should all we should hire more nurses who wanna fuck the dialysis patients it's commendable
1: what's the have you ever seen the movie i never saw it i only saw it as like porn there's a movie where helen hunt is taking care of like a an invalid guy and she teaches him how to fuck Ooh. It's really hot. It's like—is that real? It's a real movie, and it's Helen Hunt. It's Helen Hunt, who I think is very hot. Yeah, no, of course. Oh, you got to pull it up. It's crazy. I mean, it's like a—it's not just like a sexy scene. It's like a fantasy. <laughs> it's like, like, like he's the entire like movie? he's like crippled, and she like <laughs> takes his dick off, and she's like, "Do you like that?" Not off, but out. <laughs> the sessions.
0: The sessions, ooh, that sounds like a porn.
1: It's really something else. I mean, I have uh, really. What's
0: his infliction that he is? Uh... I
1: don't know. I didn't get that far into the plot. I think <laughs> he's... Like, he has an iron lung due to polio. There you go. Iron he's, lung, huh? He's got polio. and She rides his polio. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> it's really. It's a long scene. She's fully nude wow and it's not because like i grew up watching mad about you and uh you know now i'm hard about you yeah <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> to, when you when you really know an actor that well it's sure. it's very spicy and that the, the actor is good too what's his name he's in um american gangster is what was it
0: john hawks
1: yeah is he the lead yeah this i do not know
0: yeah, oh, that guy, right. he's terrific. So polio, your penis still works on polio, eh? Evidently, according
1: to the sessions, it does. Interesting.
0: I didn't know if he wasn't getting hard. I don't know if, because in Born on the Fourth of July, we talked about that <laughs> just a couple of <laughs> weeks ago. Born on the Fourth of July, he has sex with a hooker, and his penis decidedly does not work, and she just kind of pretends, and he cries. And
1: oh. Do you ever see that one? I did see that movie. It reminds me of Forrest Gump has a similar thing. Lieutenant Dan has the hooker. And right. She's like, what'd you lose your pecker in the war? You loser, you freak. I
0: feel like his penis still would work, though, because he only lost his legs, or was he per- paralyzed?
1: I forget what, uh, no, I think his dick worked, but she, she Forrest was offended by that she tastes like cigarettes, and he was yes. in love with Jenny. And so then when he rejected the hooker, uh, they got mad at her, and then right. he defended her, and then he falls out of his chair.
0: Yeah, she used it as like an insult yes. against him. But in Born on the Fourth of July, his penis doesn't work. It makes it causes him to melt down, right? As a human being, which I can understand sure. and empathize with. But then he goes to Mexico and fucks a hooker, and he cries because she like you know says she loves him she and cares. stuff. And then they were going to get married. He was going to marry a hooker, and then she he saw her come down the stairs, and she grabs another guy's. Working penis mm. And is like yeah That's a nice working one And he goes Oh what am I doing here oh, this know? sounds
1: like Something to be into too Like the woman leaves me To be like <laughs> I like this dick <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted
0: uh, yeah Born on the 4th of July
1: We Penis Big fucking erect Penis ah! Remember that scene uh, Vaguely I have not watched that movie In a really long oh, time Oh I watch it
0: every 4th of July gots to It's like watching The Grinch on Christmas
1: Oh wow Alright I'll, I'll, maybe I'll get in there
0: Hell yeah Check it out
1: I've been brought up several times uh, by comedians that say, this guy has his own movie called Born on the Fourth of July. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have to go on and be like, you're thinking of Tom Cruise. I'm in a different film. Take
0: the born off of it.
1: It's all good. Next up,
0: though, we've got a story from Luke Rutz. show at gmail.com is where you can send it in. Inmates smuggle bad heroin. Now, this is about uh, eight female inmates. That caught my attention already, speaking of pornos. I was like, oh, I love when it's a woman inmate story. Whoa.
1: Yes. One of them is hot and the other one looks like she could break my dick off, (laughs) but I think I would like it. Putnam County, isn't that New York? I do believe. Oh, no,
0: Tennessee. Putnam County, Tennessee. There was a
1: Putnam County in New York, too, but I could be wrong.
0: Eight female inmates were hospitalized for emergency treatment after allegedly snorting drugs that two of the other inmates had smuggled inside. I wonder... How they smuggled them. Hmm. The inmates were transported from the Putnam County Jail to Cookville Regional Medical Center after nearly dying of an apparent overdose. Uh, police have decided they conf- after they confiscated a mixture of fentanyl and heroin. According to the investigators, inmates Nicole Danielle Ely and Jasmine Rochelle Lancaster. Those are the two I believe we're looking at there. Which one do you think is Jasmine?
1: I'm going to say left is Jasmine.
0: I was going to go right. I don't know that we'll ever find the answer to that. That's tough to Google. Uh, but I just thought there would be a... The one on the right definitely is... According to the caption, it looks like Jasmine's on the right. That's I am going to say. Wow. Looks like a ja- She looks like a Jasmine that would be working at a Denny's that my father was running.
1: I feel like if you name your kid Jasmine, you're hoping it doesn't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're hoping for a cuter kid. Well, it
0: was probably, you know, 95 or so. The Aladdin movie had just dropped, and they were like, you know what? That's a good name. It's not bad. That's my theory on it, at least. The pair allegedly distributed, assisted, and provided the illicit drugs to other inmates in their pod, causing the overdoses and near deaths of some of the inmates. Witnesses, statements, and other evidence have confirmed that both of the uh, two ladies smuggled the heroin and fentanyl into the jail through one of their body cavities while being admitted into the jail. Now, of course, I knew it was going to be in one of their body cavities. I just was wondering which one.
1: I feel like fentanyl in the pussy is a real
0: gamble. I feel like anything in drugs into the pussy because isn't it like you know, it could be absorbed of in course. the pussy. Yeah, yeah. Can it be it can be absorbed in the asshole too though, right? Mm-hmm. That's why kids boof booze and all that. They put yeah tampons and yeah. vodka. Do you ever do that? No. I've never either. I never I drink, but I've never wanted to put vodka in my asshole.
1: I've never drank any way other than pouring alcohol into my mouth. Of course, yeah.
0: That's same the with, only way I would go, too.
1: Yeah, same with cum. Just, it goes in the mouth or nowhere, <laughs> you know?
0: But it could... I mean, people do the funnels in the ass, too. you seen that?
1: Yeah, butt chugging. Butt chugging. Yeah. That's not, what it's called. I'm not into the butt chug. Couldn't
0: figure that. I don't understand putting... I don't want my... Asked, I think my ass smelling like old beer would be worse than it just smelling like <laughs> shit. You know, <laughs> it would be worse after every, everything else. Witnesses, or oh, I already said that part. Though the inmates have been strip searched during the booking, authorities did not initially find the drugs on their persons. Boy, oh boy, that strip search. They're going to start getting thorough though. Imagine if they just strip search and they're getting up in there. I mean, we got to check it for drugs. Got to check your cavities. Even though the inmates are strip searched and scanned while being admitted into our facility, items inside the body cavities are not able to be seen at times. So that just seems like it's a bad uh, sort of protocol here. I mean, we got to see what's going on in those cavities. I'd
1: love to see a cavity.
0: I'd love to. Yeah, right. TSA, they can see in our cavities, can't they? Is that right? With those x-rays, isn't that what they're doing? They're seeing oh, if I guess got, so, like, but it's not like
1: detail. It's not like you know freckles and hair. Oh, and I stuff. didn't think that, but I, <laughs>
0: I, I would imagine that's what they're doing it for, right? Why I else think would? So. It, what else would they
1: be scanning? I think that's a good point. Yeah, we I should try it. I think they should get it for
0: jails. That's all I'm saying. I mean, how hard is one to get one of those little z- z- machines? You know,
1: that would be pretty easy. eBay. eBay it. No, I don't know.
0: I was just I was thought that was hot that story. Yeah, that was eight sexy. inmates getting drugs out of their cavities.
1: My big fantasy is like a, a reverse bukkake. I want like six, seven, eight women really just squirting on you. Yeah, just throwing shit. Have at you me been and with me a homo. squirter
0: before? Your, uh you found your wife?
1: No, not really. I don't. I think it's urine. I'm, I'm pretty convinced it's urine. My wife is also, and she's a woman.
0: I mean, I the only reason I am I'm, I don't give a shit what it is. Quite frankly, I mean, I don't think we need to discern one way or the other, but. Various have told me that it's not urine, and some have told me that it is. So I don't know. I think the ones that can't do it, that try to do it, end up pissing, and they're like, it's got to be urine. Yeah. And then the ones that can do it, they're just, because there's no way the one girl that I was with was pissing that much. I mean, that would be alarming. That would be like, you have an
1: uh, issue. Maybe she drinks issue. a lot of tea and coffee. I mean, I <laughs> piss. I can I can really piss with the yeah, best Yeah, but
0: them. this the squirting is a volume of water... Or whatever that is just I, I guess I mean if it was pissed it's like you got to get checked out lady I mean this is unless she came with a full bladder to the table which I think is pretty insane to do during
1: sex. It's such a funny idea that she's just pounding beers, <laughs> that's what and I mean, yeah just so she could <laughs> just, put out
0: this uh, illusion that she's squirting I and it's know. like dark
1: yellow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the other thing the clear the the, uh, the color of it is I don't know I hope it's not but I wouldn't mind it if it is. Yeah. So.
1: I mean, I would love to be fucking. You want all of
0: them? Like, on. so you want them to, like, line up and do it, or you want them all in, like, a cacophony of squirting?
1: You no, know, like, each, yeah, one at a time. They're all around. I'm laying there, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then next up, you know. That's fun. You know.
0: That's fun. I think that exists. We could make that happen. Oh, yeah. You should, I mean, it's not even sexual at a certain point. No, I feel I think, like you could still get away with it.
1: I actually think my wife, I really asked nicely, just being like, I'm sorry, we're about to have a son, i got to sow some wild oats. Would you let a few of your friends piss in my face? <laughs> I think she'd probably be like, yeah, I guess. Especially if you
0: just, instead of saying squirt in my face, piss in my face sounds so much more benign. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could definitely get away with that kind of thing. Yeah. L- let me finger them <laughs> until they piss in my face. <laughs> well, yeah, that would make it a little bit different, I would imagine. Well, next up, we've got a story from uh, Christian, first time roach reporter out there. He sends in this story. Uh, it says, Florida teacher drowns raccoons. A teacher in central Florida is being investigated after students recorded video. We don't have video of this. And if we did, I, I
1: don't know. Maybe we should Looks like it. we do. What's this video? Oh, my
0: Lord. I don't know if this should go on the old YouTube or not, but I'm not going to be adverse to it.
1: She must accidentally do it, right?
0: Well, I don't think so because it evidently. Uh, The raccoons were drowned because they had killed several of the school's chickens. What fucking kind of school has chickens, first of all? A freshman student at Forest High School in Ocala told ABC Orlando affiliate WFTV that students and staff members raise chickens and other livestock which reside in a shed behind the school. The student, who wished to remain anonymous, said the raccoons were put in cages that were then submerged in water. In other clips, a raccoon appears to struggle as the cage is lowered into the water. They did it really, like, fucked up, too. They were, like, doing it like it was uh, Jaws or something. They put them in these cages and then put them in these bags
1: of water. You go in the cage, (laughs) the cage goes in the water, (laughs) shark's in the water.
0: (laughs) Like a doll's eyes. Wow. So, yeah, this is, like, the news footage, I guess, of it. So
1: that's it right there? They're all just holding the raccoon in the water? Yeah, they're holding, like,
0: the bag, and then they just lower it. And some students claim that this took minutes so it's not, it's like they just watched the raccoon struggle. Like, teacher, that's like fucked yeah. up to make them watch it. The yeah. teacher's like, we're going to teach these coons a lesson.
1: Yeah, I just think, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not that much worse than putting a bullet in its head, but you are torturing it.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I guess, like, if you had to exterminate them, I'm sure there's, like, humane ways to do it, but at the same time, it's like a raccoon, so.
1: What I would do it's is Florida. I would take jars of, Glass and shove them into a chicken. <laughs> just jam glass shards into the chicken, then let them eat the chicken. And
0: then that's what they do. They <laughs> so the chicken gets it first. The chicken like, is gonna. <laughs> we got to sacrifice a sacrificial chicken, chicken.
1: Yeah. Put fucking nails and screws into the chicken. Listen, chicken. This is gonna fucking suck.
0: But you're gonna save all your chicken friends. Yeah,
1: your chicken buddies are gonna be. Better that way out. the
0: raccoon's just trained. It's like biting into it. It's like a kid on Halloween biting into an apple that has a razor in it, and it's like, oh, I'm traumatized. We wanted, we wanted people to know that uh, he had them in cages and he had them trapped. So they trapped them in the fucking shed with the cages. I remember my grandpa had those cages. He'd trap woodchucks and shit and then show them to me he'd be like, look at it. But then he'd go let them loose. He wouldn't drown them in front of me in a fucking bag of water.
1: Yeah, we didn't do any animal drowning. Any outdoorsy things? I mean, we had woods. There was woods behind my parents' house. But um, occasionally we'd get a bird in the house and you have to come and get it out of there. But we never fucking beat or drowned <laughs> or anything like that. We're not big animal killers. But
0: teachers do fucked up shit and they, I feel like back in the 90s they were probably getting away with it. But now a kid will rat you out with a fucking cell phone. All those kids were like, what, we're drowning raccoons today? And they all just pull out their phones. And they, yeah. I can't believe the teacher didn't, uh, you know, raise an eyebrow about that or get a little nervous about that but back you know in the 90s or what have you there were no phones teachers were doing wild shit I feel like all the time
1: she should have made him put it in a bag like Chappelle show (laughs) (laughs) everyone locked their phones up every class
0: has a yonder bag in it and uh, (laughs) that way we can drown raccoons and none of you fucking narcs are gonna tell on me At the end of the day, what happened with this woman, though? While law enforcement tells us the teacher may not have done anything illegal, that's kind of fucking nuts, other than traumatizing children, evidently. uh, She is certainly going to be questioned.
1: All right, the questioner. There you go.
0: (laughs) The FWC, the Fish. Wildlife conservation is taking the matter very seriously. And the teacher who is not identified has been placed on paid administrative leave on Tuesday pending the outcome. A Facebook page for the school's uh, future Farmers of America. What the fuck kind of school is this where they got all this outdoorsy shit? I wonder if that's what's going on in certain schools. They're like, well, you know, we tried the old you're going to be in a, a business school route. Let's just teach them how to raise chickens now, you know. We're done with college and formal education.
1: Yeah, I guess it's an agro...
0: Yeah, why not? I mean, teach them how to weld, teach them how to do all that kind of shit, teach them how to balance a fucking checkbook, do taxes, that kind of thing. Why are, you know, school today is the... The worst. Yeah. He's right. always gone above and beyond his call of duty. This is about the teacher to ensure that his students had everything they needed. He spent late nights, weekends and provided around the clock support for his club and for his school. The statement read. So it's a club about chickens and farm life. That's interesting. Agricultural club. He's a man of faith and has always provided the wisdom and guidance needed for his students to succeed. He's a supporter of the agricultural industry and the FFA. They have to put out these statements. I read them at the end every time. They put out the statements just to be like, hey, this guy's not so bad. Come on, give him a break. He drowned a couple of raccoons. They must have been a menace.
1: A man of faith. That was uh, Tom Brenneman's.
0: I'm a man of faith. <laughs> and there's a deep drive into left center. How was it working with Tom? I mean, he's the man, but I mean, was it, was it like, uh, were there people that like were mad at you for working with him? I was curious about that.
1: No, I didn't hear from one person. I mean, it was a very small show.
0: You know, what's funny too, is the whole, the home run meme has become, people don't even remember why that happened anymore. Right, right. And I know that he was like mad about that at first or like was upset that that kind of took off that way, but it probably was, I think the best thing that could have happened.
1: Yeah, I think every like like we talked about earlier, everyone just keeps moving, moves on. They don't know who Tom Brennan. Is. Sam Harris, who I love, has a great point. He said, if you've never heard of somebody before the controversial thing that happens, yeah. you should not be affected by it. Of like course. the majority of the people that were upset about Tom Brennan, they didn't even know who Tom Brennan was. They were like, "What? A guy said that?" <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, uh, don't worry about it. You're not watching the Reds home games. <laughs> Fucking uh Nick Castellanos,
0: though. Now he's haunted by this thing. Every time he hits a home run, it seems yeah, something terrible in the world happens. And the Reds just got scheduled to play a doubleheader on se- September 11th uh, this year because of a <laughs> rainout. So everyone's like, yeah, everyone's like, he's going to hit five bombs. There was like a meme of Nick Castellanos just blasting. They're like, Nick Castellanos on September 11th, and he's just hitting bombs the entire time. It's wild.
1: Um, But no, Tom was Tom was great to work with. He was a pleasure.
0: Yeah, he's the man. He's such a nice dude. I can't wait to get out to... Cincinnati do a live show with them that'll be the most fun but it's so cool I remember hitting you up when I saw that you were working with him and I'm like that's gotta be fucking awesome the Pioneer Baseball League though I would have wouldn't even know did you have to learn about it when you did it
1: yeah I had no idea I mean that's what I did that's every what I, was say. I was like yeah.
0: are you an expert on the Pioneer Baseball League no
1: we just talked baseball and fucked around and it was great we had a that's lot of awesome.
0: laughs that's awesome well I love that you came into studio. Thanks for coming.
1: It's not often we get you out here. Thanks for having me, man.
0: Yeah, we'd love to have you back again sometime. Tell everyone where they can see you. What do you, you want to plug?
1: At uh, Joe List Comedy on uh, Twitter and Instagram. My YouTube page, that's the big thing I'm trying to push. I have a new special coming out August 18th called uh, Enough for Everybody. And there's two other specials on YouTube. I Hate Myself and This Year's Material. So you can go watch those ones before the new one comes out. Subscribe to my channel. This year's material is on my channel. Go subscribe and uh, comedian for dates.
0: And thank you for subscribing to this channel. If you already have, if you haven't, do that as well. It takes we just talked about two clicks. It takes two seconds, and it helps us a great deal. I appreciate you checking out the show once again at Josh underscore potter on Instagram, is where you can go get all the tickets for all the shows and the link in the bio. Same with Twitter at J underscore Potter. Go check it out. Lots of fall dates coming up. More to be announced very soon. And uh, other than that, I hope we see you next Wednesday right here on The Josh Potter Show.